This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. House Bill 702 barred Montana employers from requiring employees to be vaccinated against various diseases, including COVID-19. The law passed in the 2021 legislature has been challenged as a violation of due process as well as contradictory to federal law. The state has been sending out letters to employers accused of violating the law by members of the public. Many of the letters demanded a written response within seven days and included language that violating the new law could lead to criminal penalties. Those letters were sent to health care facilities, a conference of cancer survivors, the Big Sky Resort, and the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals of the United States. Letters were sent to businesses where employees had complained, and in one case, Lieutenant Governor Kristen Juris reported the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals was holding a judicial conference at Big Sky. The conference registration materials said that attendees must be vaccinated. Quote, after becoming aware of the conference, we shared the specific statutes in Montana law to educate them and ensure they were aware of House Bill 702. That's according to Department of Labor Chief of Staff John Alejandro. In its letter, the department said, the conference website, registration forms, and all associated material must be revised immediately to conform to Montana law and remove any references to the requirement of vaccination or proof of vaccination as a condition of attendance. The letter from Labor Commissioner Lori Esau also directed them to let my office know once these changes have been made and your organization is complying with state law. Samples of the educational letters also ordered recipients to respond in writing within seven days and warns continued discrimination against employees based on vaccination status may constitute a willful violation of Montana law subject to criminal penalties. Both the Montana Medical Association, which represents doctors, and the Montana Nurses Association have filed briefs in the case. Both are named as plaintiffs. While both oppose the law and have legal arguments that overlap, both demonstrate the uncertainty the state law has introduced for practitioners, business owners, and nurses. The nurses' legal claim centers upon the state and federal equal protection clause, saying the new law treats nurses differently depending on what type of medical setting employs them. The doctors, many of whom own or manage their own practices, say Montana's law makes it unable for them to comply with the Americans for Disabilities Act. Doctors say they have a federal legal responsibility to provide safe environments for nurses and patients, especially those with known medical issues under the Americans with Disabilities Act. They say the new state law contradicts those. Adding to the confusion, the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services has, quote, testified that hospitals, when faced with the question of how to comply with HB 702 and the CMS COVID-19 vaccine mandate, should follow the CMS COVID-19 mandate. Quote, it is undisputed that some individuals with disabilities should only be treated by vaccinated health care workers, 
requiring different treatments of healthcare workers based on vaccination status. That's according to the attorneys. Three high-profile faculty members, whose work includes a focus on Native Americans, have left the University of Montana for larger research institutions. The University of Montana says that Monty Mills has joined that campus as a member of the law faculty and will lead its Native American Law Center. Mills, whose focus includes Indian law, natural resources, and racism, has co-led the Alexander Blewett III School of Law's Megary Hunter Brown Indian Law Clinic and served as an acting dean last year. Meanwhile, the University of Illinois says that Rosalind Lapeer, an enrolled member of the Blackfeet tribe, has joined the faculty in the Department of History. The university recruited Lapeer, who taught in environmental studies at UM. UI also has hired her spouse, David Beck, the chair of the Native American Studies program at UM. Kelly Webster, chief of staff for the president's office at UM, described the three faculty members as incredibly talented and said they all planted seeds at the University of Montana and recruited talented students. LaPierre, who earned her doctorate in history from UM, says she has been wanting to work at a larger research-based institution. Environmental Studies at UM lists four professors on its website, and she says the University of Illinois' history program offers a doctoral degree, has a research budget, and counts some 500 students and 37 faculty. In her new job, she'll be a tenured faculty member teaching environmental history and American history. Beck will teach in the Department of History as well as a full professor with tenure. He said the university values both teaching and research, and he's looking forward to the shift in responsibilities. During the last decade, he said UM has been dealing with a diminishing number of faculty, leading to a diminishing number of courses being offered and a diminishing number of students. Quote, I love the University of Montana, Beck said. If this opportunity hadn't come along, I had envisioned myself staying until I retired. In comments with the University of Washington's news release, Mills said he was looking forward to building on a Native American law center's history, presence in the Pacific Northwest, and partnerships. UW noted Washington is home to 29 federally recognized tribes. Webster said the U.M. will fill the roles of the departing faculty, but not necessarily with other tenure-track positions. Both the University of Washington and the University of Illinois count undergraduate enrollment alone at roughly 35,000, compared to 7,000 at U.M. Governor Greg Gianforte announced at a press release that the number of new apprenticeships in Montana in 2022 is on track to surpass the number of 2018, 2019, and 2020 combined. Montana's registered apprenticeship program enables workers to receive paid, supervised, on-the-job training in more than 100 different occupations. Run by the Department of Labor and Industry, the program added nearly 700 new apprentices beginning January 1st, along with 60 new employer sponsors. 
Many of those were added after a rule change championed by Gianforte. The rule change revised the previous supervisor-to-apprentice ratio of 2 to 1 to 1 to 2, allowing one journeyman to supervise two apprentices while preserving workplace safety and training standards. The governor's office says the rule change made Montana more competitive with its neighbors, citing Wyoming allowing two apprentices to a supervisor, North Dakota allowing three apprentices, and Idaho up to four apprentices. President Joe Biden has nominated the University of Montana law professor Anthony Johnstone to a judgeship on the Ninth U.S. Court of Appeals. Johnstone is the Helen and David Mason Professor of Law and an affiliated professor of public administration at UM's Blewett School of Law. He has taught there since 2011. He's one of eight new federal nominees announced Thursday by the White House. A Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals panel is hearing several Montana conservation groups' six-year battle with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service over what the groups say is a failure to adopt adequate recovery plans for the endangered bull trout. The issue dates from 1992, when the Alliance for the Wild Rockies and Friends of the Wild Swan petitioned Fish and Wildlife to list bull trout as an endangered species and designate critical habitat. The bull trout were listed as endangered, but not until seven years later. And Fish and Wildlife did not, and Fish and Wildlife did not designate any habitat as critical as required under the Endangered Species Act. That issue was not resolved for another year. In 2013, the group sued, saying that the Fish and Wildlife Service must complete a recovery plan for bull trout. But a magistrate judge threw out the case, and while the Court of Appeals threw out the case, it did say that the findings and recommendations made no predetermination of the plaintiff's ability to be heard on the merits if they chose to file a new complaint. The groups filed that new complaint in 2019. A magistrate judge threw out that case, and that dismissal has now been appealed to the appeals court. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks Bear Manager Jamie Jonkel is urging caution for those hiking in the Bob Marshall Wilderness. Quote, when I'm in the woods, I carry both spray and a firearm. But the go-to is spray first, Jonkel said. He said areas north of Highway 200 have at least three family groups of grizzly bears, sows, and cubs in the Ovando area, along with multiple lone grizzlies. Helmville and the Clearwater Junction vicinities have an equal number of families and solo grizzlies. Quote, hunters are going to see more bear activity in the Heidi Hole pockets where bull elk hang out because that's where the coolness and the berries and the national fruit are. The berry crop isn't the greatest this year, but it's still okay. As a result, we will have a lot of bears concentrated. And Montana Senator John Tester spoke at Riverstone Health recently about the recently signed Inflation Reduction Act. The legislation is designed to lower the cost of prescription drugs as well as monthly payments for insulin. 
quote, medical debt nationwide is getting into the hundreds of billions of dollars. So we're always looking for ways to pay down that debt, he said. The bill will allow a maximum charge of $2,000 a year for prescription drugs and $35 a month for insulin. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.